Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome back. Father Brendan Kilcoyne, coming to you with the Brendan Option uh, from Immaculata Productions. And we're delighted to have you with us. Thanks for your loyal support. Please don't be offended if I mention these vulgar little details. Patreon. PayPal, does that have any, any resonance with you? Sound familiar? Subscribe, the usuals. And thank you. Thanks to all who are helping us out already. Welcome to the arms fair. Yes. Welcome to the weapons of choice for the spiritual combat. Now, the first thing I'm going to show you here today, ladies and gentlemen, is a set of ninja rosaries. This is the thing to wrap around the neck of the nearest demon you can get your hands on. Okay. I see that Silverstream, the, the wonderful monastery in Silverstream, are advertising a, a range of rosaries they've developed uh, which don't easily break. May God bless whoever thought that up. Because one thing I'm sick of is rosaries that keep breaking. Okay, you need a rosary that you can throttle the devil with. You know, you get it around, you know, like Luca Brasi in The Godfather. You get it. Okay, I won't go on. I I admit, I admit, you know, a priest should deal with these, these thoughts. Yeah, I won't go on. Anyway, you have your rosary, you have your devil, you know what to do. Okay, now these rosaries don't break. So consider paying a few quid extra for the, uh, the, the Uzi of rosaries, okay, the Armalite of rosaries. And that is, that is being made at the moment by the monastery, by the monks at, uh, at Silverstream in Meath. Wonderful people, absolutely super people. I've mentioned before that the strength of the rosary is actually the thing that people most complain about nowadays. The strength of the rosary as a spiritual weapon is the repetition. Now, it depends on what you're repeating. I mean, I, if you were to just keep repeating, I'm useless, I'm stupid, and I'm going to die roaring, I, I really wouldn't encourage that. You know, it's not really going to improve your, your, uh, your self-image. And some people do have tapes playing in their minds which are extremely negative. And what I would say to you is the rosary is actually psychological genius in its simplicity it is the constant repetition at, at let's say at the very least of profoundly positive thoughts now for us these are the ultimately positive thoughts because it is the repetition of prayers which submit to the will of god which acclaim the godhead which acclaim the King, our Lord and Creator, and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Mother of God, Mary, Great Mother of God, the Mediatrix of all graces. I mean, 
the doctrine in the rosary, the rosary used to be called the little psalter because before Pope St. John Paul gave us another five mysteries and a, and a lovely set they are, by the way, the five luminous uh, mysteries, because he was a great man for the rosary. He said, you know, I love the rosary, but I've always felt that it doesn't cover all of the great moments in the Gospels and we, we need another five mysteries to cover them. And he gave us the most beautiful mysteries, the luminous mysteries. Uh, the baptism in the Jordan and then it goes on to the wedding at Cana where he first showed himself hmm? even though he said to his mother my time has not come yet and then the the annunciation of the of the of the kingdom and then the transfiguration and the the foundation of the Eucharist tremendous mysteries and I mean, I, I, I was told once by a, a, a Canadian man, lovely man, that his Irish father, actually, who was devout Catholic, only knew the sorrowful mysteries. <laughs> Very Irish. <laughs> he only said the sorrowful. And I must admit that I personally love the sorrowful mysteries. They're my favourite mysteries. You know, but I, I'm a very depressed person, so maybe that's that, that's just my problem, okay? But I love the sorrowful mysteries. They, they, I, I feel closest to Christ there. I feel closest to him, you know? Uh, anyway, you've got this tremendous weapon. It is absolutely superb. It's like a machine gun of theology. It's a machine gun of theology. Rap, rat, tat, 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 tat. Machine gun is a terrifying weapon. Think of the carnage that machine guns perpetrated. They had actually tried them out in the American Civil War, believe it or not, towards the end of it, I think. Uh, and they were tried out in the Franco-Prussian War. Not very well. Uh, but in the First World War, they were used with terrifying effect. The rosary is a machine gun of theology. It is where you pepper hell. You pepper hell with the name of God. Now, if you're not in the market for that, may I offer you something a little scaled down, but still very effective. More like a machine pistol. The Divine Mercy Chaplet. Much shorter prayers for the sake of a sorrowful passion of mercy on us and on the whole world. That's most of it. Okay, repeated and repeated and repeated. So the mystery of Christianity is there. That's the whole genius of Christianity is take him, not me. Blame him. He did it. I didn't do it. It was like that when I got here. He made me do it. No, no, don't, don't say that. It's our Lord. Okay, he did it. He push him forward. If you don't have the ruthlessness to do that, you don't understand Christianity. Every Christian is a priest in that sense. You must direct the knife at the victim. Because if you don't, you answer for it all. And you can't. So God must answer for it. So it's all there. As revealed to St. Faustina, Kowalska. And then you have the Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. The Orthodox swear by it. They have little shotkis, the little, the little rosaries of, uh, they're woven rosaries, generally in, in cloth or in, in thread of uh, 
10 knots, I, I think. And they, but they just keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. The Jesus prayer. These are the automatic weapons of prayer. All right, they're maybe not your fine sniper's rifle for long distance warfare, but they're pretty effective if you're facing uh, the forces of hell at close range. Now, I know some people are going to start saying he's promoting the arms industry. A priest should not talk like this. Typical of a Catholic priest. Next thing we'll have ads for the Rifle Association. Uh, no, 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 that's, that's, um, that's Ben Shapiro, I think. Uh, not, not me. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Maybe the nearest I get to him. <laughs> Whom I greatly admire, by the way. But anyway... I'm as well to damn myself fully here. <laughs> I don't know if I can go any lower in some people's estimation, but I do admire him. You need to arm up. I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but you, 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 you're going to have to, you're going to have to arm yourself. You're going to have to get ready for this. Holy water. A Catholic who despises holy water is already stupid enough to be dealt with in about 15 minutes by the devil on a, on a bad day. On a good day, he'll deal with you in about five or less. Why? Because you're despising something that's simple, elemental and is related to our physicality. But we're physical beings. We're physical, not angels, not gods. We're physical. And we are so physical, that is so much a part of our personality that we believe, you say it in the creed, you know, you know when you wake up from having slept through the, the homily, okay, and you, that's what you're saying in the creed. If You, you probably don't realise it, but you are saying that. I believe in the resurrection uh, 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 of the b b b body and life everlasting. C.S. Lewis warns, he warns people about that in, in his talks and that stop this disrespect for the body. Take holy water. So you got your holy water. Yeah, you got your, you know, the bottle of holy water there. You should be like a Mexican bandit, okay? You should, all these bandoliers, you should have all your, all your gear in them, okay? You got your rosaries, you got your holy water, right? I would say, we're escalating, right? We're, we're just gently escalating here. I would say you should have a crucifix. I would say you should have an image of Our Lady of some decency. Okay, the poor woman. I mean, you wouldn't mind a man being portrayed so badly, but women are so particular about photographs and everything. I don't know how she sticks it. Honest to God. I <laughs> I do not know how she puts up with it. But some statues of Our Lady are... With their cat. Sorry, which is an Irish phrase meaning they're not very good. There are various gradations of that, by the way. Comparative degrees. You have cat. And then you have cat malu. And then you have cat malogen. And so on. In ascending degrees of catticity. Have a nice little statue of Our Lady. It doesn't have to be... oh. 
16th century Spanish or that for goodness sake just get something decent I'll tell you a lovely statue of Our Lady let me like make a little push for our diocese but I tell you one of the nicest statues of Our Lady is the statue of Our Lady of Knock and you'll get a lovely one about that high in the shrine in Knock I'm giving a push now because Father Richard Gibbons who runs the shrine is from my parish okay we're co-parishioners so just sending a bit of business Richard's way you need your Knock statue very elegant statue. I know you got your Fatimas, you got your Lourdes, okay. Look, fine. But for me, she never looked better than in the rain. That day in Knock. Now, I'd say she was... I'd say, I'd say she was fit to be tied when she saw where she was. <laughs> I've always personally thought that they made a mistake and that she was silent because she could not believe that she'd ended up in Ireland. That's a joke. I could think of a certain very, very holy and very fine American priest who likes to slag his Irish friends about the, um, as he calls it, the, the, the Protestant apparition at Knock because it was so minimal. <laughs> Lovely statue. She's there in the Oran's position like a priest at the, at the altar. Yeah, it's a lovely statue. So get, in, get yourself a nice statue of Our Lady. And by the way, I'm not downing Fatima, I'll burn. I'm not downing Fatima, okay. But, you know, whatever statue you like. I wouldn't say fill the room with statues. It'll just, you know, I don't know, confuse you. Just get the best you can afford. If you can, if you have money, you know, some people listening to me maybe have some money. Why don't you patronise some of the very fine, uh, uh, you know, artists who are, who are in the place and who are doing lovely work in painted wood? Uh, I have a few lovely statues from the Monastère de Bethlehem, uh, the nuns who do these lovely um, uh, Romanesque style statues about that high. I have one of Our Lady uh, holding the child Jesus in a seated position. It's about, it's an imitation of a 9th, 10th century statue. I have another one of St. Joseph and Our Lord, uh, which I, I just love them. They're not everyone's taste. But I'm just saying there's some lovely stuff out there. Uh, there's a shop in Medjugorje if you're out there. And it sells the most glorious stuff from Italy and uh, from, from Austria and Germany. Oh, but I mean, you need money. Okay, they, these things, a statue that high, you could be talking 500, like, you know. So you, you need a bit of money. But if you have money, uh, the, these, are, these are Catholic artists. You know, so you just patronise them. Bring them on. Bring them on. Buy something. Buy something nice. Okay, that's enough on that, but you see where I'm going here. A tasteful statue that helps you to pray. And for goodness sake, not too forbidding, okay? Our Lady is approachable. Okay, she's approachable. Don't buy a statue that makes her look like she should have a fag hanging out of her mouth and, and, and a meat cleaver in her hand in case a fight breaks out in the pub. No, all right, I know, right, there aren't statues like that, thank God. But you know what I'm getting at? An approachable statue. She's your mother. Don't do that to yourself. You need to be able to... You know, the statue... You don't worship the statue. We, we don't worship statues, for goodness sake. We don't, we don't pray to statues. We pray to Our Lady. And we don't worship Our Lady. We pray to her. We ask her to put a word in for us. That's bad? Now, you, you tell me who hasn't done that with their mother. You know, you go in there you know, where the old fellow's roaring and banging the table. You go in there, for God's sake, and, and, and try to calm him down before he murders us all. Look, 
you know, get yourself something nice. Invest in your spirituality. Invest. A rosary that won't break. The holy water is generally free, okay, but you might buy yourself a nice little font for the holy water. Uh, the goose, the wild goose studios, they have some nice fonts. They have two or three of them. Small ones that you can hang on your wall. Very nice. Very nice. Or you can get yourself something a little more baroque. You know, a little gothic. Whatever you're into. Okay? Little font of holy water in your house. I, I think you should consider wearing a scapular. I, I, I know some of you tradsies. I know some of you are into, you know, having your scapular with razor blades stuck in it and, and fish hooks and, a, you know, a couple ninja swords. Just just wear a scapular, okay? You, you, you don't want to get into too much of that stuff too soon, okay? Just, just wear a scapular. Very simple. And again, one of the great difficulties of scapulars is how easily they break. I used to sometimes give them out uh, to the lads when I was when I was in education. You know, you give them to them. Some of the, 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 the teachers or priests would give them to them to, to, to wear. And the most, the sportsmen would all complain at how easily they broke. Find yourself a, scapu- a source for scapulars that are well made, that don't break, but with plenty of room so you don't get choked like, you know. But find one that's decent and won't break, get it blessed, and wear it. Consider wearing the miraculous medal. And here I mean it's as much, you know, you can, you can just spend as much as you like. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying you could, you know, if you wanted. I would say if you can afford it, I'd go for, I'd go for silver maybe. Silver's nice. Silver's nice. Yeah. Nice silver Marex metal. Get a decent chain or you'll lose the lot. Gold. Gold's expensive at the moment. But still, if you're listening to me and you're you're loaded down with, with money and you want a little bit of pressure off the bank account, I would say go for gold. Isn't is, is Ben Shapiro's always advertising birch gold, isn't he? Well I'm advertising gold miraculous medals. Put your money in miraculous medals. I am going to burn in hell for these jokes. <laughs> Spend what you can afford. Buy good stuff. Get them blessed. Don't think that they... What you're doing is you're wearing a kind of a... It's like a battery almost. You're wearing a living prayer around your neck. It's very important that you do it deliberately, intentionally, that you know what you're doing, that you get the medal blessed... It's like lighting a candle. When you light a candle intentionally before a sacred image or before the tabernacle, that's a prayer that burns down for five minutes because that is your intention. Consider the purchase of of a nice edition of the Holy Bible, a good edition. And you might actually consider a study edition. Ignatius Press, look at the stuff they're doing. Very nice. If I'm not mistaken, Bishop Barden, the word on fire, aren't they, haven't, they, haven't they brought out the Gospels already? In a beautiful leather-bound edition, you got your gold finished there on the edges of the pages, if that's what you want. I'm just saying, do something lovely for the Lord. And, and put a few, a bit of bread on the tables of some Catholic artists. And bookbinders and publishers. and Look, everyone wins at this. But have the word of God in your house. Now here, what 
I want to say something here, okay? Because you're buying some, you're purchasing some high-grade weaponry. Don't leave the Bible on the floor. Don't think that this is insignificant. It's not. Don't leave the Bible low down. Don't leave the Bible in places of dishonor. Don't leave it casually. Don't even leave it on a shelf in anything less than the most honored place. Where that is, I don't know. You, you decide that. Don't think that doing the right thing here won't benefit you. Don't think that doing the wrong thing won't harm you. You do it and you keep doing it. And read the Bible. I remember attending the Latin classes of the legendary Father Reggie Foster who died lately. And I remember him screaming at us, Get those dictionaries out. Those dictionaries aren't black enough. They should be filthy and falling apart. Well, that's the way our Bibles should be. Sad to say, I would say a lot of them are in pristine condition. Open it and read it. So you got your Bible. I would suggest you invest in a few of the lives of the saints and some good spiritual writing. But look, we'll talk about that again. I'm just sketching out for you at this spiritual arms fair. You know, I'm not making light of this stuff. I'm just trying to lighten it a bit because it's a very heavy topic. It's a very serious topic. But you should be investing in good things, tools for your workbench, for your toolbox, for your trade. You should be investing in these things. And I would suggest a missile. You should invest in a missile and make a study of the mass. I would think that if you're putting together an armory like that, that's a working spiritual munitions dump. You're doing serious work. You're somebody who intends seriously. So get going on the sacramentals. Get going on things. They're not sacraments, but they have a quasi-sacramental aspect. The holy water, the rosary, all, all of that, the medals, the, the, the scapulars, your Bible, your spiritual reading, your lives of the saints as spiritual reading, a missal for mass, or at least a copy of the Eucharistic prayers, I think is worth it. It's well worth having. This is going to be a long haul. It never was easy. It's peculiarly difficult now because of the strangeness of the culture. Now, there really is no point turning up with a stick to a gunfight. You better come to this armed and ready to do your part. God bless you. God give you courage. God keep you. God direct your aim. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.